unheard of. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Unheard Of. With me, as always, is the best producer, the best co-host, the best guy to have on your show at all times, Jared Evans. Um, And you already know who I am. I'm Arthur. Um, Jared, I'm not going to lie to you. With the recording of our two-year show, what episode? What episode are we on? Do you know? Um, well, I can't tell you the number specifically. Because um, I don't know either. This is, I mean, if we if we recorded, which, I mean, everybody knows sometimes we miss a week. Sometimes we miss two weeks. Um, if we recorded every week, I guess that would have been our 104 fourth episode um with wait no well yeah with two years right yeah it's um, it's getting up there but i don't know i guess maybe we'll have to go back and count how many episodes we have but um episode who knows with uh of unheard of thank you guys for listening um jared how are you this week i'm doing pretty golden uh golden yeah, pretty golden. Um, been a good week. We uh been busy at work still. Um, not too many big updates. Just kind of been hitting the books, studying for that next job certification. Uh, so yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, been watching a lot of good TV recently. But hey, we'll get into all of that. Uh, but how about you, man? How was your week? I mean, solid. I'm still, hey, I'm still kicking. I'm still alive. You know what I'm saying? Taking it one day at a time. Uh, still trying to uh, get as much cardio in as as possible this summer. This this summer is a cardio summer. I mean, I feel like I've, I've uh, kind of spoken a lot, I mean, uh, so far this summer, but I've been doing – been playing a lot of basketball and trying to get as much sweating in at when it's hot as possible. Also, I mean, I've only played once, but uh, myself and another coworker who he's already, he already knows how to play, but we've been playing tennis. So I've been trying to learn how to play tennis this summer. So just trying to get in as much, movement sports in the heat as possible so i can sweat as much as possible this summer um so yeah that's that's pretty much how my week has been going nice sweet well we uh we got a good one for all of you fun folks uh (laughs) we're gonna hop straight into it just because you can't really lean into this type of stuff uh especially after what fans of this show watched over this season (laughs) we're gonna go straight into our first topic which is the boys um and this week was actually a really good episode despite the uh title and where it got some inspiration from 
called Herogasm. Um, yes, and also, uh, of course, whenever we talk about something that we've been watching on the show, of course, I mean, I say it every week, but spoilers for this episode <laughs> and pretty much spoilers for the whole season, uh, uh, the season of The Boys. So, uh, viewer, beware. We're jumping right into the spoilers already. So, um, yeah, man, this... That 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 episode, in my opinion, uh, I mean, I've said this in our group chat, um, but to me, phenomenal. Yeah. They knocked it. They knocked it out of the park with it with this episode. Um, I mean, you. I feel like there is just like so many good performances this week, whether it be um, the the guy who plays uh, what is his name. Homelander, I'm I'm so bad with names, or the guy who plays Anthony Starr. Yes, Anthony Starr. I knew it was something Starr, or the guy who plays Mother's Milk. Uh, I don't do really know his name? his name. I don't. Uh, I wish I plays, did. The guy who plays MM in the in the show, just just really, really, really outstanding performances from those guys uh, this week. Even uh, the guy who plays uh, A Train. Yeah. You know, oh, like I knew it was Laws something. Mother's milk is Laws Alonzo. Laws Alonzo. Yeah. Lars? No, no, it's L A Z. Oh, Laws. Yeah. Laws Alonzo. Okay. Um, what about what about A Train? It's a Jesse Usher. Jesse Usher. Okay, yeah. I saw I always try to whenever whenever I watch it, obviously, um Amazon Prom has that thing where you can pause it. Or yeah. look up, and it has um, the, the actors' names that corresponds with their characters in the scene and everything. Um, so I usually do that. Like I, I'll pause it every once in a while and see who the actors are who are playing the characters. But I never really remember them. <laughs> but um, but no, this show, this show, um, this season, these these. Uh, these actors have been performing basically their ass off, in my opinion, um, for the show. Yeah. And and episode six um, was no no uh, exception to the rule because you got you got great performances out of these people this week. Um, and I saw well talking in our group chat with a person. Who will remain unnamed, even though they've been on the show before? You guys probably, I mean, definitely know who I'm talking about, but I won't say the name. Expected more out of this episode than Mm. maybe they should have. Because in my opinion, this is, even even though it's called Herogasm, even though you're getting depictions of a bunch of heroes uh and um escorts kind of uh engaging in sexual activity yeah um i feel like they may be expected more out of the episode than what was shown and in my opinion what was shown in the episode was definitely more than i was more than i expected <laughs> Like, in my opinion, this episode went above and beyond of what I expected to see on a television show 
uh, on a streaming service, especially Amazon. Like they definitely went all out, in my opinion, for a, a orgy, basically, of heroes. Man, as soon as they open the door, like when Mother's Milk and Starlight gets to the door, just <laughs> just the way they're greeted is more than enough for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Like this guy answers the door basically with his, um, uh, in, in in lack of uh. uh He's got a uh, word of his Johnson, his stretchy, yeah. stretchy got, pecker opening the door. He's got a Reed Richards Johnson. Yes. And so and so uh, once you saw that, you knew. I mean, everybody, I, I feel like if you were a fan of the show, you already knew what this episode was going to kind of be about. <laughs> basically, basically, this this unnamed person, I think, was looking to watch porn through <laughs> the boys. Uh, that's what I that's what I said in our group chat. But uh, I feel like maybe I was being too much when I said that, or maybe kind of kind of joking. But like maybe that person was trying to trying to see some straight up uh, some straight up porn in uh, the episode, which definitely was not going to be the case. Definitely, it was going to be more going on in the episode than just straight scenes of heroes. Getting it on. What's funny is like, yeah, the comics for this show is really graphic, but uh that's not what the show is. Like, I know the show is graphic, but if people were looking for the actual depiction of that comic, I think they haven't been watching the actual show because the show itself is like a satire of real life. It's not like the actual depiction really you know of uh the comics clearly um but heck even in this episode when a train oh wait no it wasn't a train it was the deep he uh but a train was in on it he starts to parody that imagine singing video like gal ghetto did uh bro I, when they when they started singing imagine i was like yo and Nobody. they had, they really had a bunch of other celebrity cameos. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher, two, uh, yeah, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, yeah, Mila Kunis, um, Patton Pat Oswalt was in there. Like just the the amount of uh, celebrity cameos they had to basically make fun of these other celebrities who, in the face of, um adversity in our country in the united states and pretty much around the world um they decided to sing just to make fun of them in the same the same song using the same song that they sang dude knocked it knocked it out of the park in my opinion bro they they did such a good job especially uh in the last episode with uh a train doing the whole uh kendall, kendall jenner, jenner pepsi commercial thing to them in this episode doing the uh celebrity imagine uh video thing like they <laughs> dude nobody is safe in society like covid gave the boys so much material to just slam oh, on bro. celebrities absolutely <laughs> bro they like they they really bro they messed up they messed up by giving them this much ammo to to fire back at uh, 
at the country and at celebrity culture. Man, I will uh, say, period. like, despite what the episode was titled for, that was probably one of the better emotional episodes of the boys. Like, oh yeah, yeah. you talk about them acting like they they went all in on this episode, bro. When when uh, MM is describing exactly pretty much what happened to his family uh, as regarding to uh, Soldier Boy, as in like Soldier Boy taking that car and pretty much throwing it through his building. Yeah, and um, killing his family. Um, and then he's talking about it with Starlight, and then he sheds that tear. Like, you can't help but to feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like he he gave such a great performance in that in that scene, where like it's extremely convincing, and you can't help but to feel for uh, MM and to know where he's coming from when he is so passionate to butcher about wanting revenge on uh soldier boy and being upset with him that he is working with soldier boy to try to kill homelander so like it definitely shows um uh, it gives more depth to um mm's character yeah uh you know, and before we get into the final fight of the episode, which I think is something that people have been waiting on since the show started, um, A-Train had a very powerful episode, I thought. Oh, because yeah. for one, I, from the first season, I was like, dang, Hugh moved on really quickly to Starlight. Like, it took him no time to get over Robin. And then out of nowhere – you're like, oh, snap, he didn't forget because <laughs> he's, like, asking A-Train for a real apology. Um, and then, like, A-Train, having been through what he's actually been through this season, now is like, dang, maybe I really did mess up and, like, gave him a real apology just for Huey to still try and beat him up. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, it's he, still. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I totally get where both of those characters are coming from because of course a train being in the seven being kind of shielded from you know actual accountability to when now superheroes affecting your life is brought to basically his own life to where uh blue hawk went crazy and uh paralyzed his brother yeah which um which we probably talked about last was it last week or i think it was last week when we talked about the boys before but um um definitely what i wanted to see from kind of a train like something that actually affects him to wake him up kind of from being uh homelander and um vaults kind of lapdog yeah, and it's a shame because there at the end, when he finally uses his powers and kills uh, Blue Hawk, you're like, all right, well, he's gonna die. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, f- I feel like that's a I feel like that's a red herring. I feel like they would probably give him a better death than that. So I, it's a pretty I good feel, death. 
given his arc, like using yeah. his powers one last time. But I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that to be his, his final, his final moments. You know, even though, even though as powerful as that is, finally, I mean, well, not finally, but getting revenge on the guy who absolutely went insane and destroyed, uh, or like gravely hurt people in you, in your community, gravely hurt people um, that you care about, your brother. Um, where like I definitely get where that would be a, a pretty fitting send-off for him. I wouldn't I, I personally don't want that to be the end of A Train. That's why yeah. I feel like it's a it's a it's a red herring in my opinion. That it like pro- he's not actually dead. It probably is. It would be a shame to kill his character. I just think I mean if it was his death, it'd be pretty good, but his character is kind of a I think he's a crucial part of the cast. Like yeah. he he uh, deserves to be there with the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and now let's get in to, uh, <laughs> I think, the fight everybody's been waiting for, really. Basically, Butcher versus Homelander uh, with some help of Soldier Boy and Huey. Man, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought that fight was probably – Oh man, because there was a there's a there was a couple good fights in this episode. This fight and uh, the fight between um, Kimiko and um, Little Nita's guys, but I feel like this fight probably edges the Kimiko fight out a little bit more for me. And yeah. then, not only as the fights uh, in this episode, but as the fights in the show, I, this is probably the best fight in the show in my opinion just uh kind of the the gravity being um butcher and huey having their own powers and being able to fight and kind of hold their own with homelander um in this episode especially when you add uh soldier boy into it like because i feel like we haven't really seen anyone in the show kind of hold their own with Homelander no. uh, in the show yet. So the fact that Soldier Boy was able to start it off and Homelander thought that he had kind of erased Butcher out of the picture, not knowing that uh, that he had taken that temporary V. And so when Butcher stood up and was like, yo, like, it ain't only him you're dealing with, bit dog. You got to deal with me too. And he has those uh, the glowing eyes and everything. They have the the their whole fight. Like, yeah. it was it was it was good. I definitely love seeing them hand Homelander his ass right to him um, because I mean Homelander is just that guy that you love to hate. Like, True. and I I mean love because. He is a really good villain. He's a he is an absolutely great villain. So much so that sometimes I find myself rooting for Homelander because I just want to see that character go as far out there as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to see him, you know, really they've been teasing this um Homeland, uh, I mean Homelander 
completely diving off the deep end for, I mean, since the show has been going on. So, I mean, I definitely want to see that happen. So basically I'm just kind of rooting for him to go as crazy as possible. And I feel like this definitely, this fight helped us get even closer to that end result. Yeah. And how about Homelander actually being scared there at the end? Like the dude is, uh, those are like some emotional screams from the actor, you know, like he's Homelander thinks he's about to straight up die for the first time probably ever. Uh, Yeah. I mean, like you said, Homelander, God, he's such a good character because he's so complex and he's got stuff that's wrong with him because he was like bred and raised in a lab. Uh, Oh yeah. So it's that fight, man, that was pretty good. I mean, because you never think in the boys that Butcher is ever going to stand a chance against Homelander physically. And the introduction of the whole temporary V stuff has uh, helped his case. Uh, And man, when they were going at it, that was pretty sweet Uh, because you don't you don't feel so much as a connection with Soldier Boy and Homelander fighting. But when Butcher and Homelander are going at it, God. That's where it's at. And then, uh, man, I got to tell you, that that was a really good fight. I don't know if – because there's still, like, two more episodes in season three. Um, and that's what they gave us in episode six. I, I'm really looking forward to the finale of this season. Um, I will say somebody's got to give Huey some, like, underwear that sticks to him. If he if he's gonna keep shooting up this temporary V man, yeah. He's if just... he's if he's gonna keep if he's gonna keep uh, up with those powers that he has, him showing up naked everywhere is just not the move at all, bro. Like <laughs> oh, when he popped into Hero Gasm and he's naked, I'm like, yo, this is the perfect opportunity for somebody to just like hit on him and and uh him to have this awkward moment of like oh no i'm not I'm bet, here for sex i know i'm naked but yeah. no i bet the writers is- had that in mind when they wrote that for the first time that he was going to be naked every time he used his powers yeah <laughs> abs prob- probably but um yeah more so in my opinion than um just this kind of main thing that's going on i do kind of want to touch on kimiko and frenchie's uh thing that they have going on um which i thought was was really good as well um the fact that kimiko doesn't need pretty much her powers to be this absolute badass like the fact that she was able to take down little nina's two goons without her powers um really to me stood out in this episode because um it just i feel like it adds more complexity more density to her character um than you know her just being this one dimensional oh she has powers oh butcher uses her to um be their power source for enemies that they can't overpower themselves like no like she can hold her own no she has these feelings that like 
maybe it wasn't just the V, maybe I am just a monster uh, feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it was good. What's really crazy is you think about what Soldier Boy did to Kimiko, and all she did was lose her powers. Uh, so what if Homelander gets a full blast of that red, you know, like, I don't think he's really going to die. He's maybe he loses some of his powers or whatever. And then he can still stick around because what's he going to do? Take V again and uh, just get all his powers back. (laughs) I mean, he might, he might be that desperate if it does come down to it. I I believe if that, if it, if that does happen, he gets a full blast um, from, soldier boy that he wouldn't he wouldn't question it it would it wouldn't be a question for him he would definitely take more of that v and um and try to vie for everyone's love and adoration like he's been doing this whole time in the show yeah i mean but this season is kind of leaning more towards like that trump style politician you know where he uh, is getting all those approval points down in the belt for speaking out and doing dumb stuff during that celebration, saying, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. uh, uh, so there's like a satire thing there too uh, with his approval ratings and everything. So, yeah, but this show, um, up until this last episode, I thought season two was stronger, but uh, – now season three is going in. It's uh, it's getting pretty good. So, and also to mention the like huge, not to not to mirror what you're saying about Trump, but the 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 huge um, bomb that uh, Starlight drops at the end of the episode publicly of yeah. um, of what's basically been going on in Vault with uh homelander um just trying to get everybody's love and her basically exposing vault for what it really is and then her saying she quits like i'm totally ready for the rest of the season like just to see where all this goes and um i mean i've been thinking just a little bit how far they can take this show realistically. And do you think we might be towards the end of the show? Maybe they get two more seasons out of this. Yeah. For five, maybe six seasons. I was going to say five is probably the, the way to go with this type of show. Cause like, this isn't a show where you have multiple villains like this is straight up about Homelander. And uh, as soon as he's gone, that's the show. But the show is also kind of leading up to that point of him dying or something happening to him. So uh, I don't know. I mean, they can't keep chasing around it. He's just about ruined the company he works for this season too. So maybe five seasons I think they could have good stories for uh, thankfully we're in like this weird time of television where you know we don't get 23 episodes of a show anymore where uh, like half of those are just filler episodes you know 
to get the person, you know, whatever, just to make more money and do nothing. Uh, now, man, you can get like eight to 13 episodes in a season of a show, but it's like really good, like consistently the entire time. So uh, a show like The Boys, I don't know, I think five seasons. I don't, I don't yeah. see. I would hope that they realize it too. I mean, they've been really great at the satire and everything else. It's just uh, the main storyline. I don't think it go longer than five, maybe six, if they stretch I it. Told, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. Like, um, as phenomenal as this season, I mean, or as this show and this season have been, I just don't want to see it go down that path of, let's squeeze as much money out of this out of this cash cow as possible. Um, I, I really want them to keep their track record of telling this amazing story in their own way um, has, has happened so far. Yeah. Um, so I just, I don't, I really don't see the show being that viable as, you know, as it is now, or as good as it is now, past a fifth season. Yeah, I mean, you don't hear people maybe, talking about maybe not even a whole. Anymore. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not even a whole like fifth season to a sixth season. Maybe an extended fifth season by like two episodes, three episodes, just to wrap everything up in a nice little bow. Um. Heck, but, give us two parts, a 14-episode fifth season or something, seven. Yeah, absolutely. Seven. They, I mean, but, I mean, other than that, like, <laughs> on the extreme off chance that somebody on this, uh, that uh, that is on this show is listening to this podcast, um, yeah, I think you guys are doing a great job. Keep up the good work and not – Hey, yeah. the, the the limitations that we're trying to put on your show is purely from a fan standpoint of we Holy. recognize, yeah, what you guys are trying to do. And as in, we don't want to see this show go down a proverbial way, gutter. Uh, yeah, down into <laughs> the gutter. Exactly. Thank you, Jared. Um, down into the gutter. You know, so we just want to see the greatness that you guys have already put out continue to shine. So, yeah. Um, so obviously, boys, amazing show. All y'all doing God's work. Uh, you know, and you know, some Christians might get offended if they ever see the boys. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, yeah, and you know, speaking speaking of boys, we're gonna talk about some of our favorite boys, really quick. And that's the Atlanta Hawks. NBA draft just came up. Um, we won't focus on it too much, folks, because here's the reality of the situation. Okay, the Hawks drafted two people. Okay, we drafted um AJ Griffin. Excuse me. And uh, we picked up Tyrese Martin after a trade with Golden State when we got uh, Ryan Rollins. Um, now, A.J. Griffin, is he a solid pick? I think so. 
Um, he was our first rounder. However, the Hawks were in the media a lot leading up to the draft, talking about, oh, we're going to trade maybe John Collins or maybe uh, Bogdanovich or maybe uh, Red Rocket, you know. But nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened at the draft except us picking who we got, which that's not to bash the players because, hey, these could be really solid picks. But um, the Hawks were in the media a lot for Jared, possibly I'm, trading. I'm sorry. I got to stop you. Do people call Kevin Herter Red Rocket? I've I've seen it. Or Red Velvet. Oh, shoot, Red Velvet. It's getting late for everybody. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> Red Rocket is not a phrase that I would like to be called. Um, Red Velvet. I'm... Listen, if, every, if if anybody in the show knows what uh, Red Rocket is, I would definitely not want to be called that. Yeah, I'm getting tired, too. Okay. I'm in Red Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bro, this man just absolutely disrespected <laughs> Kayvon Hunter. So, or not Hunter, but Herder. Yeah. Uh, see, we're all getting we're all getting our mind twisted. <laughs> but uh, Red Rocket. <laughs> all I'm saying is there was a lot of waves in the media about oh, the yeah. Atlanta Hawks making moves, and we didn't. Uh, but we, just, we did. Unfortunately, which I, I mean, I get it. I hate it, but we did release um, uh, Gallinari. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of had to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. I, I mean, I, I think, I, in my opinion, nobody, maybe more than, maybe, maybe other than Trey, showed more heart for this team than Danilo Gallinari did coming off the bench every night like this man like he really he he really he really touched me i i did not i wasn't i wasn't the most uh the the biggest supporter of galinari uh last season and then when he showed up kind of like he did in the in the playoffs yeah. um and helped us get to where we were in the playoffs definitely Help me see kind of his character as a as a player and his kind of his his uh what am I trying to say his usefulness uh in this organization and so I in my opinion I'm really sad to see him go I'm definitely excited for the future to see um where we where we go as a as as a team as an organization. But the fact that um, I really, I really enjoyed seeing uh, his his style of ball being played. Uh, shout out to Danilo Gallinari. Sorry to see you go, but you know that's the nature of the beast. That's the that's how the business rolls. You know. Yeah, I mean, look, we've we've said the Hawks. You know, this is a wash year that we just came across, thanks to. COVID protocols and never get in our groove. Um, but like I said, they were supposed to make some moves. Now, if they don't make moves and they trust their talent, 
and develop that talent, then uh, we better figure something out this season to make another decent playoff run because uh, I trust Coach Nate, man. They got to give my guy some chances. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. We didn't want to. We didn't want to talk about it very long, just because, you know, the draft is the draft, and we weren't like a lottery team. Uh, to even have a pick at sixteen was pretty good. So, AJ Griffin, hey, I think, uh, hey, maybe he turns out well for uh, the Hawks. I look forward to seeing him play, and uh, maybe we'll make some moves. You know, hey, the season uh, hasn't started yet, so you never know. Um, Absolutely not. And like in all in all in all honesty and all seriousness, Jared, did you expect to see some kind of not even like a blockbuster trade, but like a of course a trade for one of in my opinion one of our integral pieces to the starting lineup during this draft for um the Hawks? As in a John Collins. So I'm I'm not like a lot of Atlanta Hawks fans. Oh, sorry. Y'all, I had a (laughs) – my Xbox started whirring behind me, and it it kind of freaked me out for a second. I was like, what is that? (laughs) Um, I'm not a John Collins detractor, okay? I, uh, I think he's still a very young talent. And uh, I think he's got a lot of great potential. Oh, um, yeah. I think we just need to give him another chance. Uh, we, I mean, because really, with the exception of the playoff run and everything he did to the 76ers, uh, we haven't given him too much of a chance to develop, you know? Uh, so I actually think we should give him another year or two to uh, see good, solid growth. So maybe that's where I stand a little different. Uh, I don't know, Bogdanovich, man. You got to have one of those Euro players on your team. You got to have them if you want to be you gotta, successful. You got to have them. <laughs> I mean, literally, literally, like, some nights, some, night these, some nights these Euro players may go for four and four, two, and three you know, yeah. a, a, a single-digit playing game. But then some nights, Bogey just looks like the best player on the team. And oh. I don't – I don't I don't know. And it's just that that um, kind of unpredictableness, in my opinion, that makes me like Bogey so much to where sometimes I'm like, yo, Bogey – you need should him. not be on the team. Somebody needs to cut this band. Somebody get him on the bench. Get him out of this place. <laughs> and then somebody, I'm like, bro, sit everybody and just let let Bogey go one v five every night, bro. Like, man, just, you need him. It, yeah, it just, it just, I don't know, man. I, I, I like Bogey because of that. Because I mean, like I said, I also feel like he was another. Um, when he when he wasn't injured uh, last season, um, well, another big piece of us getting to where we were. I feel like probably what happened was a lot of teams probably wanted Hunter, um, and the Hawks weren't going to give him up in any of the oh, trades. Yeah. So 
you know, um, that's probably why we didn't see any big block, like big uh, blockbuster moves for the Hawks. Because most teams, especially if you want to move into the lottery, uh, they're going to want a decent player, <laughs> you know, in, in trade for that pick. So I don't – that's probably why. Um, and, of course, no biggie. You know, I think the Hawks are still a pretty good young team. Um, so who knows? Hoping for the best of the season. And I'm not going to lie to you. I halfway expected them to give up uh, Clint Oh, for yeah, something. That's... Because that kind of makes sense. Um, I can probably in my opinion, um, with um, with Double O heading into his mm. his third season, I feel like they're probably going to be looking more towards him um, as their as their starting uh, center. Yeah, especially especially with the performance he had this past season. I mean, I feel like he he definitely performed better. Than, uh, this season, of course, as to be expected, than his rookie year. And in his rookie year, he was balling out in the uh, in the uh, playoffs. Yeah. So, so um, this past season, he did even better than um, than what he did in the in the playoffs. So, like, I was kind of expecting them to, you know, do something with Clint. So it would leave more space open for us to be able to utilize uh, double O more, but it yeah, didn't happen. So maybe we're gonna end up keeping Clint. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's probably a player I could have seen us trading. Uh, I think Clint's got some good value, but yeah, a lot of teams are going small now, so. I don't know. Maybe he's not that valuable on the trade market or something. I still think he's actually really good as a as a center in the league. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I hope the Hawks do not disappoint us this season. Uh, it's going to be a great year. Let's just let's just keep that in our minds. It's going to be a great year. Hopefully, man. Fingers for the crossed. Hawks. But you you want to know what my thing is with um, these rookies that we just drafted. Yeah. Even the rookies that we drafted last season, I want to see more playing time for these guys. And I mean, I know we have kind of our rotation set, and Nate really doesn't um, get out of that rotation that we have. So we didn't get to see too much of Jalen Johnson on the court. Yeah. We didn't get to see too much of Sharif Cooper on the court. Um, I just want to be able to see these rookies play in more in uh in these minutes like even if it is kind of garbage time which those last few minutes of the fourth we're gonna have to be able to close these games out so we can take take our starters out and so we can see these uh these guys play more but you know that's that's more of a that's more of a issue with our with our closing out yeah yeah um (laughs) Hey. But um, I'm sure, I mean, hey, Summer League, we're going to be able to see these guys play. So we're going to be able to see w- what they can do. But, I mean, other than other, other than their uh, their uh, highlights from college, but we'll be able to see what the, these guys can do during Summer League. True. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so hopefully 
great year for the Hawks, folks. And, you know, we talked about the boys, talking about the Hawks. Um, but what we don't talk about much are Jedis, which is going to lead us to our closing topic here on the show for you all this week, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show and its finale, which, uh, by the way, probably the strongest episode of the series. Um, Yes. It had to be, (laughs) but... uh, Jared, I just, before Uh we get too much into it, I just want to know how much... uh, how much shaking and almost exploding in your head was going on uh, last week when I was talking about, yeah, I just want to see maybe some, some uh, flashbacks with uh, Hayden Christensen as Anakin in there. And of course he had already been caught up uh, to episode five and I wasn't. And so of course an episode, I think it was episode five when yeah. you could see those flashbacks of Hayden Christensen uh, of course, as Anakin, um, I, I just want to know how how much you were kind of trying to not to explode inside when I brought that up. Well, you said you want to talk about the show, and then during that, you said you hadn't watched episode five. So I was like, oh, I'm just gonna keep a straight face, and then he'll be surprised, <laughs> like whenever he sees it. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, was, I was like, dang, the very thing he's talking about, he's about to watch. So. <laughs> I was definitely uh, pleasantly surprised when I saw that. Um, I was like, oh, man, like not not like I called it, but like I was like, this is exactly what I wanted from this show yeah. to see, even though like, I don't know, man. This they, is the... they did a bad job de-aging him. He, <laughs> he looked pretty old. That's he... what I was going to say. I'm not going to lie. These uh star wars has been basically hit or miss with their de-aging technology um whether it be in the tv shows or in the movies because in in the movies i really don't think they as much as i love the movie itself that last tag kind of in rogue one with um with Princess Leia um, yeah. being de-aged. I thought that I one looked like, decent. I, I feel like they missed the mark with that one. <laughs> and um, um, what else? With um, Mark Hamill the first time in yeah. uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, I really didn't think it looked too good. But uh, with him in uh was it Boba Fett, right? Yeah. I feel like it did a much better job. Um, this it's like, it's like they do it the first time with a new character, and they're like, oh, maybe the audience won't notice. Like, we, like we could have worked harder on this. And then, <laughs> yeah, right? And then and the like, audiences yeah, notice. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, Hayden Christensen definitely looked like he was showing his age. The yeah. The the what uh 20 years in between from episode two to episode um oh well to to obi-wan yeah 
Um, I, I do have one complaint about the final episode. Um, the final battle between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan was way too dark. I mean, I mean, I there are some parts, even you, you turn the screen brightness all the way up on your TV or your phone, and you couldn't see it, man. I'm just like, oh, right, I, I want right. to see this. <laughs> it, was, it was really dark on that on that planet that they ended up on but um yeah i mean they've they've got some aging problems with the show i was not surprised when liam neeson showed up just because it was teased from the very first episode uh where literally the opening scene is like like where are you master qui-gon you know uh basically foreshadowing seeing him as one of the force ghosts uh, so I wasn't surprised when I saw Liam Neeson. The crazy enough, even though it was a, a uh, foreshadowed, even though you had that like whole scene of Obi Wan, like I mean not Obi Wan, but um, Yoda, like yeah, show sure, you how to fucking oh, excuse me, <laughs> you good? Uh, how to how to talk to your old master? Uh, still seeing ne- Liam Neeson. I'm not gonna lie to you. Liam Neeson looked pretty much exactly like he did in episode uh, one, in my opinion. Yeah, he looked well, really good. Liam Neeson is like Larry David. He's looked the exact same age for a very long time. Uh, but, I mean, so, yeah, it was a really good episode. And I could, I honestly, I could care less about Obi-Wan meeting Luke at the end. I don't care about it. But, uh, yeah. I will say the when he slams Darth's helmet into two, you know, that speech by Hayden Christensen, where it is kind of his voice and James Earl join, Jones with the distorted voice box, that was pretty good. Where oh, yeah. he's like, he's like, no, you, he's like, I destroyed Anakin, like you know, basically acknowledging both of their personalities, Darth taking over. So, um, yeah, that that part was probably the best part of the episode for me. One of my complaints, definitely with with that, is that when Obi Wan is like, when, after that happens, he's you know, he's, of course he's cut the yeah. side of his mask off, so his so and uh, beat up his whole suit. He's beat. Uh, Vader's ass basically um when he walks away from him the only thing he calls him is Darth yeah and I'm like there's like a thousand Darths in in Star Wars canon so like why is he just calling him Darth like he could have called him Vader or whatever like couldn't waste his time me. I I guess like maybe that's just the ultimate disrespect of of okay i'll acknowledge since you say that you have killed anakin anakin is no more i'm just gonna call you your uh your kind of basically your title and not even your name yeah um also um not even really a complaint just kind of an observation just like of course this is the skywalker saga and of course, like Leia is a Skywalker. She's a huge part of the Skywalker saga. 
but just as much as they have made her a big part of this show yeah and basically they made luke a little bitch well, in the show they, they they totally son luke in this in this show and i mean I, of course like in his other depictions of course luke is this strong um force user of course he's a strong jedi um and i feel like this is kind of the first instance well i mean maybe not in the case of like the last jedi um where we really see luke just down bad just absolutely down bad to where he's a little kid and he just can't even hide right from from the the third sister (laughs) what about uncle owen being like you know he's got an armory up there on Tatooine. Like, where's that been? Or he's got an arsenal on Tatooine. You know, in his house. Like, bro, right? That came out of nowhere. Like, well, I mean, it. No lie, it seemed like he was he was surprised. He was just as surprised as, as the audience was when uh uh Aunt, what is her name Baru? Yeah, yeah. When she when she pulled out when she pulled out them guns when she pulled out the blickies. He was like, oh, oh, what? And she was like, you knew this day was going to come, dumbass. Like, go on, take these guns. Like, Man. I mean, look, in this scenario, Luke is just a kid who's been stuck to one place his entire life. He's not like Princess Leia, who's got like a rich family and is a senator, you know. So, uh, no, I understand the differences. Uh, and, yeah, we've already seen good depictions of Luke Skywalker throughout the series and in the new stuff with Mandalorians. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't too upset about that. Um, but, yeah, really, really strong show. Looking forward to Ahsoka uh, because Hayden Christensen is also going to be in that. Uh, so that. Oh, really? Yeah, that was confirmed. So he's, I didn't even realize. He's coming back for that one, too. I'm not gonna lie to you. I really, I'm really enjoying these, um, these Star Wars shows, and kind of how they are all taking place, kind of in the same time span, uh, basically right after um, Episode Six. Um, uh, or not really. After Episode Six, is it after Episode Six? No. Uh, Obi-Wan takes place after episode three. Yeah, like 10 years after. Yeah, yeah. So, actually, Obi-Wan is the deviant to this. And I guess technically Ahsoka is after episode... No, Ahsoka is after episode six. Yeah. Right? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay. The timelines... I think they're just going to have flashbacks with... Hayden Christensen, you know, as you know, being her mentor and everything. Okay, okay, um, yeah, no, but I'm I'm really liking, like, especially well, like Boba Fett, and oh, um, Boba Fett. and um, the Mandalorian, kind of how they're they're taking place, and kind of bridging the gap between um, episode six and episode seven where you can kind of see where the galaxy was 
in between those two times. You know, I'm starting to think that maybe the Empire was a good thing for the galaxy. I mean, some of these planets are well-regulated. You know, their economies are thriving. Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Listen, big dog, don't get me started because I love I love a good villain. I love a good villain. I'll, I'll say this a million times. I love a good villain. And I feel like Palpatine was definitely a good villain. And I feel like the Empire was a great... Up until the new trilogy. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Don't... Uh, I don't... Listen, we're gonna we're gonna have like episode nine. Palpatine didn't exist, you know. Like that to me, in my opinion, that is the worst part of the new trilogy, <laughs> is that they use all this momentum, in my opinion, that they had from episode eight to then just absolutely tank it with Palpatine coming back. In episode nine, bro, come on. And I mean, what is it? Technically like 20, 30 years after episode uh, six, after Return of the Jedi, um, that this is taking place. Kind of like, basically like real time. Um, But the fact that um, we had we had Darth Vader basically look like he ended Palpatine for him to just magically reappear and him to not even have a concrete explanation as to why this man came back, but just in a passing uh, statement, Poe going, somehow Palpatine came back. Dude. And then like all these failed experiments of, of clone Palpatines. Come on, cut. Uh, anyways. I love, other than that, I love Palpatine and what he was able to do to be a catalyst in Anakin's um, development to make him become Darth Vader in the first place and him basically manipulating not only the senators, the the council um, of the Jedi, like all the Jedi basically into believing he was this this um chancellor that was of honor to him becoming the absolute best villain in star wars canon in my opinion yeah i mean i thought that was a long rant about my love for palpatine but you know (laughs) i don't know if you watch this guy on youtube the cosmonaut variety hour but he actually I've never heard of this guy before in my life. Dude, you'd probably like him. You you'd probably you'd probably actually really like him. But he uh I don't know, he's kind of a guy not too similar to Emergency Awesome, but he does review a lot of like comic book movies and everything. Uh dude, the guy is like super hilarious. Um and he does a whole video. He just did one like a couple weeks ago, which is when you mentioned the the uh, Poe line, I thought you had seen it because he he does a whole video, and I don't know why he waited this long, about why episode 9 sucks, and he mentioned that one line throwaway about somehow Palpatine returned. Like, man, He probably mentions it like 20 times in his video because he gets so pissed off that they, that's the way they brought him back. Yeah, bro, like I feel like let, let um, 
And I mean, I feel like, of course, this would be just definitely mirroring um, Darth Vader's path, but let um, Leia's son. What is the name? The it's saving me. Yes, yes. Let Kylo, let Kylo basically go full um, Darth Vader, basically for Episode Nine, and let his redemption arc be. I mean, basically that is what Episode Nine is about. And I feel like Palpatine is more or so a throwaway character, which is why he was kind of. But they really like they really leaned into Palpatine for that for that yeah. for that movie and though like they leaned into him way too much and then they gave they us could... like the worst line possible in star wars i am all the jedi what oh no hold on wait now hold on now because uh, as much as i i love the empire i also love the jedi so like that that scene with all the jedi talking to ray and um i didn't say the jedi talking her head, to her wasn't cool like that I really but like that. It's just like when she said, and I am all the Jedi, I'm thinking that line is kind of cringy to me because I'm, it takes me back to uh, the flash. And it's like Iris West, we are the flash. What? No, I, I couldn't stand that line. Um, and they had just gotten off of a, uh, Wait, did Endgame come out before Last Jedi or uh, Rise of Skywalker? Um, Rise of Skywalker came out in 2020. So it was, I think it was shortly after Endgame came out in 2020. Um, either way. No, it might have been before because... Um, I feel like Rise of Skywalker came out actually probably at the end of 2019, probably like that December in yeah, 2019. It, it did. It came out in 2019. Yeah. Uh, it, I didn't like that line, man. To me, it, it seemed really weird. Oh, but Avengers Endgame came out in 2019 too. It came out in like June? No, Avengers came out in April. Oh, April. Star Wars usually comes around December because yeah, that's when they make That's true. So when she also said, I am all the Jedi, I got this weird vibe. Like they needed a line like I am Iron Man, you know, for her to say <laughs> because of the success from Avengers Endgame. And I uh, mean, I listen, I know it's the same company, but like, I don't, I don't know. Come don't on, know. man. Rise of I Skywalker don't. basically retconned their whole trilogy. Like, <laughs> Well, if you listen, hey, listen, if you listen to the haters, then episode eight, uh, retconned everything. No, 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 I'm, I'm an episode eight lover. Okay. Oh, me too. Me too. I love episode eight. So, I mean, at least Ryan Johnson did something different to try and advance oh, the story. Hell yeah! Like to me, other than other than um, other than uh, Rogue One, yeah, and these modern Star Wars stories that is the best one from a storytelling perspective yeah in my opinion you get you get a or kind of in my opinion a real 
and grounded uh, depiction of Luke in that. And I feel like to the average fan, they're like, why you, why you do, why you do Luke like that? Why, why Luke, he got his, he got his lightsaber and he just threw it away. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? Why would you do that to him? Like, I, I hope you guys like that voice I just did. It's kind of uh, a little bit of a mocking. Uh, All the haters on the internet. A mocking British voice. Oh, man. But, right. um, uh, yeah, no, I feel like I feel like they did a really good job with uh, Luke in that in that episode. Like they. They <laughs> made they they made him kind of go through what a lot of Jedi have gone through, you know, like they've, they've trained somebody in the ways of the force yeah. and it did not work out the way that they thought it was going to work out. And so it caused them to have their own doubts in the force, which, and a lot of them makes, makes them, kind of live out their life in solitary like yeah. being a, basically a hermit and so that's kind of what happened to him um so man i thought yeah i thought they i thought they made it made a great loop in that episode and folks we are uh, sorry we got off on a tangent we went from obi-wan to talking about these new the, the new films Oh, we were uh, talking about Obi-Wan. Holy, holy. Uh, so we have a whole six degrees going around here. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you. We talked about this before this before this episode of the show. It was going to be a short episode. It was going to be. It was supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> it was be a short episode. But we we start talking. The camera's rolling. We're just, we're just chit-chatting up here with you guys. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Um, we're glad that a lot of people have decided to listen to our chit chats every week. So, so thank you. But yeah, this is, this is what happens. This is what happens when you get us just up here talking. And uh, yeah, before, before I get into closing here, um, I did confirm the count of episodes. I know we talked about it earlier at the beginning of the show. This one is episode 79. So, uh, getting pretty close to 100. <laughs> pretty close to 100. What should we do? What should we do for episode, for episode 100? Let's let's do a... Let's just do a whole bunch of guests. We should get, yeah. like, every single person that we've ever had on the show. Mike Conti included. Mike Conti. Well, <laughs> we should do 100 second episode. segments of uh <laughs> not even two minutes a hundred second segments yeah absolutely um uh, just pull everybody back for yeah. for an episode of unheard of just just so they can contribute in some form or fashion like i mean i guess it would technically kind of be like our two-year episode where we kind of like talked about our our favorite yeah. moments and Kind of like an episode 100. I feel like we kind of did the same thing, but that that, that flashback you had to me uh, getting ready for the show was 
it was really really funny. So shout out to Drew for reminding me about that. Yeah, but, we um, we can't really do it too much anymore because now with us recording the video, we pick and choose when we start recording. So there's yeah. not there's not like a lot to edit off anymore. Uh, you know, for people wondering if there's like a lot of bloopers or anything like that anymore, there's not. Uh, we mostly keep just about everything we talk about in the show now. Uh, it's rare for me to cut something uh, just because now, as soon as we hit record, that's where it starts. And used to when it was audio, as soon as the call started, I would have to keep track of the times for cutting uh, because it just recorded every second of the call, uh, which is why we had so many bloopers and outtakes because I had to edit so many out. Now I don't have to do and, it as much. So, and now nowadays we still we still do have to do. I will let me not let me not speak for you, Jared, because of course you are the the editing whiz <laughs> of the show. But there are still a little bit of tiny things that, of course, have to be. And now we do this kind of thing on uh, Zoom. So, well, as in recording-wise. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. But um, I for- totally forgot where I was even heading with that statement, where I, was, where I was going to. For, but, for our listening folks, I mean, heck, even watching, it's about 3 a.m. Eastern time at this very moment so oh yeah i'm i'm arthur's had a, a few drinks uh before this <laughs> so <laughs> oh yeah no i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bit loopy but i feel like there was a point there was a point i was trying to get at um oh no okay so back in these earlier days um of unheard of we would kind of I'll go over what we were going to be talking about and the yeah. a lot more detail than what we do now now we kind of get a loose like okay we're gonna talk about these things and then we're just gonna uh, we're just gonna fire from the hip basically yeah. on the show and then we and then i kind of rely on jared to to keep us together with those with those great transitions of his um but yeah but yeah, uh, back back in those days, that's I feel like that's another reason why we had a lot of a lot more things to cut because we would have those points where we're like, okay, we're gonna talk about this, okay, we're gonna talk about this, and it's gonna be this, this, and this, this, this. Yeah. Um, but now as we become more comfortable, or mostly me on the show, like we get to fire more off the hip and and have these reactions that are that are pure have these moments on the show um that are just us you know what i'm saying uh just just purely us and so uh we were talking about obi-wan i don't i don't know if you still want to talk about obi-wan um this show was really good i'm really excited hopefully there's another season I want to see what happens with the third sister. She seemed like, listen, everybody who was hating on the third sister um, in the beginning of the show, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. Uh, I'm sorry for being that aggressive, but you suck. Um, The third sister ended up being such a good character, such a deep character with such 
a, a great backstory as to who she actually was. And if you basically, lack of a better word, if you assholes had just waited to see what her character was going to be, then you guys would have seen the, the greatness that her character was. I mean, it just, in my opinion, people, people judge characters way too hard um, just off of a first impression, especially when it's a series. When it's a, and when it's a series and then this character is somebody you're going to see a lot of, just wait, just wait for them to yeah. show you what this character is going to be. Um, just take uh, Stranger Things, for instance. Go back and watch season one and tell me you like Steve, okay? Exactly. He's a different character come season He's two. Totally different character. And so, um, I, I mean, I hope you agree with me, Jared, but like anybody who was hating on the third sister in the first two episodes after this show came out, man, I hope y'all never watch anything Star Wars related ever again. I hope you guys hated it to the point where you where you completely drop off the face of the Star Wars fandom because we don't need y'all anywhere around the Star Wars fandom <laughs> because y'all are some hater supremes and we don't need y'all anywhere around this this series. I mean, hey, what what better way to top off a review than that? You know, I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it. I'm gonna leave it as is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, it'd be pretty cool to get a second season. I just don't know what else they're going to do to Obi-Wan. Yeah, like, right. How many times can you justify another fight between him and Darth Vader outside of canon? Maybe, maybe the next season doesn't have him fighting uh, Vader. Maybe. maybe, may, Oh, maybe he could. Uh, that wouldn't, uh, wouldn't work in the timeline. Well, what were you going to say, though? I was going to say Darth Maul, you know, but... Um, that wouldn't work. Kind of not, because I mean, Darth Maul is more. I mean, Darth Maul is technically well. He's in the middle of episode two and episode three. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Oh well. Um. But yeah, I'm not gonna top Arthur's review. I am just going to say thank you all for listening. Um, and closing thoughts, you know, nothing really too special. Uh, I hope in this time of, uh, uncertainty in the country that people can really search their hearts and, um, you know, kind of realize that, uh, you know, our beliefs only go so far. Um, and, you know, we shouldn't have a say in most things that people think we should have a say in, especially when it's not regarding us. Um, and I'll leave that conversation on a note for a later day where hopefully we can get some people who are more qualified to talk about that stuff uh, in here on the show um tune in next week to finally get my thoughts on dr strange 2 since it finally came out on 
Disney Plus and I was able to see it without, you know, because I didn't get to see it in the theaters. Uh, we'll be talking about that next week. Um, so really hope you guys tune in because I got some thoughts about that movie. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jared Evans and I'll pass it over to ABG. All right, so it sounds like I need to be rewatching uh, Doctor Strange 2. I mean, uh, great movie, by the way. But also, my closing thoughts, um, kind of to echo off of Jared's closing thoughts, but in maybe a slightly more aggressive way. Um, mind your business, basically, is what I want to say, yeah. is, is um, any thing that has to do with anybody that doesn't affect you in the slightest form of the way you carry your life and the way that you live it's not it's not your business hey you don't so want to you don't want the government to take your guns but you want to be able to control other people so it's <laughs> yeah. a it's a weird it's a weird little thing there you know with a lot yeah. of that a lot of that um i mean listen i mean shout out to my mama i mean i know she's probably gonna be listening to this episode um she she taught me as as young as possible to now to to mind my own business if it if it don't pertain to me if it does not have anything to do with my life in the slightest bit then to let people live you know what yeah. i'm saying and so I urge people to just in their everyday lives to just mind your own business. I feel like I have, I have done that in my life and it has gotten me, um, I wouldn't want to say far, but it has caused me a lot less headaches in my life. Um, mm -hmm. when I just absolutely said that ain't my business and I walked away from the situation or I just did, uh, I just simply did not pay attention to it because it was not my business. So if you see something that you have to think twice about as inserting yourself into, think about it. Does this really matter? Do I really need to insert myself into this? Does anybody care about my opinion? And I'll give you a hint. Nine times out of 10, the answer is going to be no, you do not need to insert yourself into this. No, you do not. Uh, no, no one needs to know your opinion. Mind your business. And that's that's how I live my life basically for the past five, six years. Um, and from beyond, I'm 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 gonna continue to mind my own business until I'm in the ground. So it Basically, that's all I can give to you guys this week. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Young without the O underscore ABG. You can find us on Twitter at Unheard underscore of Pod. That's uh, the same thing on Instagram underscore underscore Unheard underscore of Pod. Excuse me. Um, Facebook. We we post on Facebook. We. Um, are unheard of you know us look us up um youtube we got youtube links we out here 
Spotify. We out here. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we're not hard to find if we are the thing that you are looking for. Um, yeah. And um, if we are the thing that you are looking for, thank you. If you have listened to us um, before, if this is your first episode and you made it this far, and if this is your, how many episodes was that? 72? 79 is 79. what this one is. Excuse me. If this is your 79th episode listening uh, to this podcast or, you know, watching, um, thank you. You know, thank you to everybody who has who has shown us support um, throughout this time that we have been doing this thing. And, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I say that a lot. I feel like I say that every week. And, I mean, it doesn't change, though. It doesn't change. Thank you so much to everybody. And um, I hope that growing the show, that that we only get better for you guys that are listening every week. And, um, yeah, I mean, hey, that's it. That's it for me. All right. Um, yeah, folks, supposed to be a short one. But, hey, hopefully you can listen to this on your drive to work or while you're at work or if you're just chilling at the house. Uh, Whichever way, wherever you are, you know, we love that you're listening. And with all that being said, we love you, we hear you, and we hope you hear us. Hear it unheard of. Unheard of. Unheard of.